We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I, I think I, I get excited for a good hard test. I feel like that I can find a way to make pars and hang in there. And I mean, this week, I think I had five bogeys for the whole week. And um, around this place, that's really, really... Uh, I would say hard to do, and that's probably what I'm most proud of is just playing so solid. And yeah, I think I, I just like the challenge of kind of harder golf courses. Scotty Scheffler. Some wild stats on Scheffler and his win at uh, the Players Championship $4.5 million, the biggest purse in golf history. $4.5 million for the winner. Scotty wow. Scheffler. We'll get a little golf talk in. Brian Koziel joining us on the Western Hotline, host of uh, Tee to Green, and he'll, of course, be ready tonight for Sabres and Leafs. And, uh, Brian, you're going to be refreshing all day during the legal tampering window as well? Oh, for sure. Got to see how see what happens. I, I guess, I mean, today's what, kind of the official start? I know you're not officially allowed to say that you're signing anybody, but, yeah, today usually we get a lot of movement, so. The NFL just seems to have, you know, every few weeks in the offseason, like these other days that kind of take over the sports world. And um, with March Madness starting, you know, there's obviously a lot going on, but I'm, I'm sure the NFL will grab a lot of headlines today. Does it feel like this is all coming at the perfect time as a distraction for the uh, for the Sabres? Yeah, I'm sure. Hope I'm guessing the Sabres are hoping maybe the Bills do some uh, – some headline stealing today. Yeah, it's not been good, obviously, overall. You mentioned the injuries there in your headlines. Uh, just as you think, maybe there's some good news with the Alex Tuck injury news. Uh, then one of the Sabres, you know, obviously two big injuries on defense. Uh, we think one more uh, severe than the other, but to have Samuelson and Darlene now both dealing with injuries, you mentioned Comrie too, um, it just feels like that this the season is not heading in the right direction here down the stretch the way maybe we were hoping for, for maybe a dramatic, you know, games in April where they could be possibly trying to get into a spot or securing a spot. And it looks like now it's, it's fizzing out super fast. I mean, it, we were what, just about a week and a half ago after they had come off those incredible games on the road in Tampa and in Florida, sitting here saying like, oh my goodness, you know, Craig Anderson just played the best of the season here. How are we going to get him more games? And they're only two behind the Penguins in terms of the point total. And then they come home and they beat Tampa again after something Washington, a nice rebound after that Boston game, uh, and then a disastrous week. And three more games at home. That's, again, it's going to be a storyline. They missed the playoffs right near the top as to why they didn't make it is the fact that their record at home is so bad, 13, 18, and 3. I mean, just, Joe, I know you've, 
tweeted it out numerous times during the year. If they had even just been 500 at home, which still isn't good in the NHL, just 500 at home here, we would be talking about who are they going to play in the first round instead of, you know, obviously the fact of where they are right now. Sabres and Leafs tonight, 7.30. It's not even all poor play. I mean, they, they played well against the Rangers and didn't win. They played well against Edmonton and didn't win. You've had your, you know, your stinkers here and there, uh, Dallas and Boston, but it's not all been bad. It's just the results have not been there, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's drifting away. They are uh, seven points out of a playoff spot behind the Islanders and eight back of Pittsburgh, which is, those are Pittsburgh's a team they were ahead of. Right, and that's yep. that's it's gone south. Brian Scotty Scheffler, the uh, the dominant win for him was flirting for a while with the biggest win ever at the Players Championship. The thing about Scheffler, he's getting this label of boring, and I'm not sure if he deserves that. He's good at everything. He re- he's good at absolutely everything you do on the golf course. He does it well. He does, and it's. You know, sl- slightly reminiscent to what we remember how Tiger used to do at these tournaments. Again, not saying Scotty Shuffler is going to be the next Tiger, but he Tiger would have these tournaments where he'd win by five or six, and it would be like a machine, just the execution. I mean, even when Shuffler yesterday made a mistake, like late front nine, and you thought, oh, maybe this could get interesting. Then he rattled off, what, four or five birdies in a row? I mean, it was just it was incredible how he was able to do that. I mean, his quote there that you guys played coming back, he said he plays great on a, you know, or he likes playing on harder golf courses. I mean, 17 under, all rounds in the 60s. Doesn't really sound like a hard golf course, but it was. I mean, guys obviously were trying to get close. They would fall back. I mean, the, the players that had, were playing well, like Hatton and Hovland uh, and even Homa early on there, just – ran out of holes. They were playing earlier in the day. You think, oh, they can get close, but they were already you know, midway through their back nine, so they were just out of holes, and the guys that still had plenty of holes to maybe try and catch Scheffler ended up falling back. Uh, Min Lu Lee's kind of experience in the pine needles yesterday, that was something that maybe we've all experienced, trying to hack it out of some trouble, and that kind of knocked him out. And, you know, there were others along the way, but Hatton had a great day, but again, coming back, he was just way too far back so Scheffler definitely boring in terms of execution he just kept over and over and over how he was able to even when he slightly maybe was off with a shot the recovery on the previous shot or the next shot was just so good um he you know won the Masters last year he's now won the Players Championship definitely one of the elite players in the world I gotta think he's gonna be the favorite going into Augusta in a couple of weeks from now to that point about winning the Masters and the players, only three players have ever held the Masters and the Players Championship at the same time. Scotty Scheffler's one of three. If I were to tell you the other two, I bet you could get them. Tiger Woods. Yep. And Jack Nicholas. And Jack Nicholas. Those three. Yeah. The only three. And, you know, for, for Scheffler, I remember, Brian, last year at the Masters, the first two, three holes in the final round, he didn't exactly look sharp. And then he chipped in. And he never looked back. And that is exactly what happened yesterday, too. He chipped in, and it was over. That's right. He had that chip in early when it was tight. And it was, you know, maybe in doubt in terms of who was going to win. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, and then that got him going. Um, what? Yeah, five consecutive birdies from holes 8 through 12 for Shuffler. And obviously that's where he ran away with it. So pretty impressive stuff yep. from him yesterday. 
And the 17th hole, of course, the 17th gets so much attention. It was uh, interesting this year. The 17th had three holes in one. Yeah. Which is as many there's, there as there had been in like the previous 15 years. So um, <laughs> there, are pl- there are three guys that had a memorable moment. A number, of course, that put it in the water as well. One of the things I found interesting, Brian, was watching the final round coverage, watching any round, really. 17 gets all the attention, as it should. But if you watch the guys play 18, they were like weekend hackers with a don't-go-in-the-water swing on every one of them, just like spraying it outright towards hospitality tents. They weren't even aiming for the fairway on 18. It was everybody trying to take the water out of play. Yeah, and Scheffler did it you know, uh, for good reason, of course, going into that final hole, I think, with a six-stroke lead. So um, understandable why he did that. But I think that's probably visually what all of us do when we're playing. There's some sort of intimidation factor. I mean, you know, good luck on 17. There's nowhere to bail out. At least you're right. On 18, you can bail out right. Yeah, so many guys ended up uh, in the pine needles or in the trees or in the gallery uh, on that 18th hole. I, I just, I think the Players' Championship, obviously, you know, the money that they threw at it, you mentioned $4.5 million, the biggest purse ever, $25 million. I mean, this event every year gets better and better. But I think when we talked about it just the other day, the fact that people really know how this finishes, that 16, 17, 18, and they're all three different holes. One's a three, one's a four, one's a five, and they all play kind of different difficulty level. The wind, there's always some question with it. I, I think it's just this tournament gets, I think, better every year, and I think because people know the holes, especially those final three, I think that the familiarity with it is what makes everybody love the Masters so much. Hey, you have a major that's actually at the same tournament every year, you don't have that with the U.S. Open or the PGA Championship or at the British Open. Um, and, you know, there obviously are PGA Tour events that go every year to the same tournament, but there isn't the eyeballs on it like maybe there is at the Players' Championship, so people kind of really know the course. And who doesn't want to sit there and envision about playing that 17th Island Green? I mean, there's just so much drama with it and the fact that, you know, the crowd around it, the sound, hearing the, the guys talk about it when they're mic'd up, it's, I just, it's really, really good television. Brian, what happened to Rory? Well, two things. He did what sometimes we've seen him do in big-time tournaments. He got off to a terrible start. He doubled his first hole back on Thursday in his first round, and that kind of got him chasing. And he was either last or near the bottom in driving accuracy. And on this course, we know with their water on virtually almost every hole or bunk or sand in every hole, it can be pretty penalizing pretty fast. He actually switched drivers from last week, which I was surprised with. Then his second last week at the Arnold Palmer Invitational, drove the ball amazing. But I was reading that he said that, that he actually had to switch out, get a new driver because the face on the driver was so worn off at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. He thought that it could be deemed to be illegal so that he had to switch drivers to get a newer face. And this week, for whatever reason, I'm not saying that was the ultimate reason, but the big reason why he was just spraying it all over off the tee and uh, you know, reading that he switched drivers from last week when he drove it so well, I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but obviously there was quite a shift from last week to this week. You get in trouble at Sawgrass, I mean, it could be a big number, and he just wasn't able to recover. It's too bad you had Rom have to withdraw because of the illness. Now, Rom was playing very well. Who knows? He could have factored into this situation, but... McElroy really, right from the start, felt like he was chasing the whole time. Bringing this thing full circle back to hockey, the ruling on John Rahm's cut streak, have you seen how they no. are using it? 
Okay, so he withdrew due to illness, right? right? So remember yeah. when Jack Eichel had a point streak and then missed the game due to food poisoning, and the NHL said his streak per- was over. The streak is over. His personal point streak is alive, but his streak is over. Yeah. The, the golf is the same. John Rahm's consecutive cuts made streak is over, but he did not miss the cut. So there you go. So right. it's, it's not it's not a miss. WD and not an MC. Right. right. I don't like that. So we could yeah. technically say it's a missed cut streak now, but it's not a made cut streak because he didn't make the cut and he didn't miss the cut. I don't like this. Because so if he had withdrew five seconds before his first tee shot, his streak would be alive. But five seconds after his first tee shot, it's over. Uh, yeah, that's that's the ruling. Um, Brian, where are you guys this week for tee to green? We are at the Western New York PGA headquarters this week, uh, which are which is located at Glen Oak Golf Course in their banquet facility. So we'll be there. Um, they do a lot of great programs around Western New York, especially for juniors. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Obviously, more on the Players' Championship, and hopefully, I can sit at a golf course one of these weeks and not stare at snow. Hopefully, we'll get uh, yeah. a little better view this coming week. All right. Thanks, Brian. Okay, guys, thanks a lot. Have a great week. You too. A little bit of snow on the ground this morning, a little more than we went to bed with. So, um, yeah, looking forward to golf season being back whenever that's the time. Augusta is next. Augusta is the next one. And that's the one that, more than any other, at least when I watch it, I want to go play golf that day. What? Oh, yeah. Watching at Augusta. It's, let's go out and play right now. Rom is the favorite, by the way. Yes. We mentioned at the beginning. But not surprisingly, it goes Rom, Shuffler, Rory. Yep. So, 803 the The. Sawgrass. It looks like the players are in a video game. It's every blade of grass is too perfect. Yeah. It, no brown patches nothing. anywhere. The sand looks insane. It's immaculate. It's absolutely perfect. It was fun to watch. Um, unfortunately, you know, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen can be a lot of drama if, in fact, it's close. When yeah, you've got we didn't like get a, that. When you got a six-stroke lead, you've got you know an opportunity to put it in the water if you really. Make a big mistake. There anyway. was a point though where he was like behind a bush on thirteen, and I was he had like a five shot lead, and it was I was thinking, okay, if he hits it into this bush by accident, he's got seventeen. You never yep. guys get into the water three times on seventeen. Hey, Craig Ramey on Friday had a two stroke lead and got a seven. He hit two in the water, right, and yeah. was you know off the top of the leaderboard. He had a good tournament otherwise. Okay, Sal Capaccio, top of the hour. The Milano extension, which saves them money. Jalen Ramsey to the Dolphins. We'll talk about that for a third-round pick. And tight end Hunter Long. So plenty to get to as we prepare for legal tampering in the NFL today. Peter King expects lots of news, lots of um, action mid-part of the day. But it's not exactly the greatest class of free agents. So maybe that spurs trades in the absence of top-tier free agents. 803-0550 to join us on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.